everyone, and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today, we're talking about Brain Dead 13, starring Fritz. Uh, with me to discuss all things Fritz related is my good friend and computer repairman, Craig. Hello, I am your good friend and computer repairman. Craig. Yes. No, I know you were supposed to end it with Craig. Oh, um, Craig. There we go. Craig. There we go. Okay, so uh, this is going to be an interesting episode. Uh, maybe not That's for you not. guys, but for us it will be. <laughs> <That's> uh, <not. laughs> so before before we get into throwing daggers, maces, axes, electricity, whatever, uh, Craig, why don't you read the stats? Are you sure? I'm absolutely sure. Are you positive? I'm guessing you haven't pulled them up. No. Why? Why would you? Why would you even insinuate? No, no, no. Why don't you drag that out a little bit? Straight. Why would you? So, even... um, Brain Dead Thirteen. Uh, it is a nineteen ninety-five <laughs> game. Uh, it was developed by ReadySoft. It was published by ReadySoft and various portals, as is usual. Uh, DOS, PlayStation, Saturn, CDI, and iOS. Oddly. Um. Directed by David Quesnel, which is probably not pronounced like that, but let's go with that just now. Oh, yeah, that's how I would have pronounced it, Quesnel. Uh, Qu- uh, I'm, I'm thinking it might be Quid- Quinell or Quesnelli. Oh, or some, you know, maybe. Some, I did some research like on the guy, but uh, it, 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 I didn't run across anything where they said his name. Yeah. Um, design program, arted, composed, usual, loads of people. Um and as I say, it was released in a myriad of systems from 1995 for the original through to 2010 for iOS. So it would have been an early iOS game. Yeah, about the same is, time they were porting like Dragon's Lair, Space Ace, yeah, all those games on there. Exactly. ReadySoft themselves are the Space Ace and Dragon's yep, Lair people. Yep. Um, and Brain Dead 13 is more of the same. Ish. More of the same with a a a smidge. A, a, a David Quesnel is standing over the boiling cauldron that is Brain Dead Thirteen, and he's looking at the last cauldrons that are like Space Ace Two, and you know Dragon's Lair Three, and it's like, well, we could use a smidge more gameplay. So he takes it off the spice rack and just just to and and then okay, it's good. Uh, it has slightly more gameplay than those other FMV games. Uh, yeah. let's, no. let's add just enough gameplay to make it unplayable. That's what he said. <laughs> All right. Uh, so really quick, before we get started on throwing barbs at each other, um, because I have this problem next week, David Quesnel. Uh, I did a little bit of research on him because it's a name I've never really heard before mm-hmm. in game development. Uh, turns out it's because he used to be a Disney animator, uh, which is cool. And now uh-huh. he's a professor of animation. Which is pretty cool. That is actually very cool. I don't um, know if you'd put this on your oeuvre or not. My, my what? Your oeuvre? Your my, body of works? What? what do you people call oh, it? CV? Right, yeah. yeah, CV. What does CV stand for? Curriculum Vitae. Oh, oh, we're from Britain. We use fucking Latin. <laughs> Listen to you. Uh, I go French and it's what? You go Latin it's well. Well, yes, let me put on my top hat and monocle. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, can I bring up the photo I sent you earlier? Because I yes, think it was absolutely. like a stunning, 
stunning coincidence. The um, one of the artists on this and voice actor of Lance, the protagonist, uh, most Proper recently bro. worked on. Yeah, I googled him as a bit of research because you know we're big into research. Absolutely. And he worked on Spider-Man Into the Universe, and I found out this fact. Into the Spider-Verse. The family, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. What did I say? Universe. Oh, like crap. that Beatles movie Whatever. across the universe. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, as we were watching, as a family unit, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So I was looking at this going... Hang on a second. I thought I'd accidentally Googled something else about Spider-Man. But it turns out, no. Um, I'm just, glad just to see these guys still working. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I did, like, super impressed. Like, just as a starter, people should watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse because it's, it's been my gateway into everything comic book university has been that film because it's the first thing I've saw that's been great. I will say, if you're using that as a gateway to get into Batman comics, probably not the best. Oh, well, yeah. But, oh. <laughs> um, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, my wife and my daughter both are like, you like Spider-Man. Why haven't you watched this? I'm like, ah, I'll get around to it at some point. But I still haven't watched Dave, it. Dave. I'm going to say something that's going to make me sound heretical. Uh-huh. And I'll do it really up close to the mic. Okay. I don't like the animation. Oh, really? Yeah, the animation style bothers me. Oh, wow. Um, there's a filter in the recent Miles Morales game. You can unlock the suit. And oh, you'll remember cool. when You'll remember when we played Spider-Man, the first time we played Spider-Man, I was like, I don't care about the suits. I don't know what's going on. I like swinging about. Now I'm like, I bought all the suits. And I love it. I read about everything. <laughs> Um, you can buy the Into the Spider-Verse suit and then there's a mod for that to give it that stop-motion effect so you can run about in 4K with ray tracing as a stop-motion Spider-Man that's character. That's pretty it's, cool. That, that's very it's cool. really awesome. The, the whole thing is awesome. So play Miles Morales and um, watch Spider-Verse. Okay, so uh, we're going to use this as a stepping point to talk about <laughs> I just Dead remember... 13. We're talking about Brain Dead 13. Crap. Crap. I also, as a uh, opinion that is not very popular, don't like Don Bluth animation. So your Dragon's Lairs, your Space Ace, your uh, um, Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim, all the Bluth stuff, all dogs go to heaven. I can't stand the way they look. Mm. This, on the other hand, is animated completely differently. Uh, It has a very Warner Brothers-y style of animation, which I am a huge fan of. So why don't you explain maybe the setup for uh, the good people? Uh, don't forget to mention Fritz is in it because it is starring him. Uh-huh. Um, it does star Fritz. So you are a computer repair guy. Lance Galahad. And then something. Lance Galahad, which is very nightly. It's quite nice. Right, right. Quite so. uh, either that or it's an instruction. Lance Galahad. <laughs> Lance him. Just Lance him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I, through some something you're pulled into this freaky world which is basically a horror like a survival animated horror type thing um, it's very horror by way of halloween aesthetics uh-huh. it's not scary please please don't mistake us it's very card it's like looney tunes bugs bunny goes to a haunted castle and meets dracula kind of scary mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you're you're pulled into this world and you're being hunted by Fritz, who is the the right hand of some sort of. And I don't fully understand the story, so you might be able to correct me. But some sort of um, unembodied brain of some evil person or something. Uh, I think like that. you're. I think you're uh, from your context clues. I believe you're speaking of Doctor Neuro Neurosis. Okay, an evil scientist. What name? Who becomes quite upset when he is insulted by Lance, calling him quite average. Mm-hmm. So says Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so you have the setup. Let's talk history. Craig, I'm sure you have a ton of history with uh, mm-hmm. Brain Dead 13. Yeah, so um, Brain Dead 13 was actually the reason I bought a CD drive. Uh, no. no, no <laughs> it no, would no, be no. a better reason. <laughs> no, it's absolutely nothing. The same, to be honest, with Space Ace, which we spoke about maybe now like two and a half, three years ago or something when Raspberry Pis were exciting and new. Mm-hmm. Um, had, hadn't touched it at all until, to be honest, today. Okay. Um, this is kind of the redheaded stepchild. No offense to Lance Galahad, of course. Um, or redheads or stepchildren, just be, to be well, really clear. Let's be fair. Stepchildren... They're kind of asking for it. I'm just saying. I will cut, um, I will cut you out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is this is kind of the uh, black sheep, if you will, of these kind of games. Uh, everybody remembers Dragon... Dra- I almost said Dragon Lance. Ooh, almost let my nerd out. Uh, Dragon's Lair. Everybody remembers Space Ace. Everybody remembers um, other FMV games like, you know, uh, Time Gal. Or, what is it, Road Avenger. Those kind of things. Nobody ever really talks about Brain Dead 13. Which is weird because it is by far my favorite of those style of games. Um, my history with Brain Dead 13 is very simple. I saw it. It starred Fritz. I was like, I don't know what this game is, but that little guy is pretty cool. And then I bought it on the PlayStation. Oh, sorry, I didn't buy it. I rented it. And this is a perfect game for a rental. Because it is... Exactly like 45 minutes when you know what you're doing. Um, It's a film. It pretty much is. Uh, I I played this. I got incredibly frustrated. But luckily, they learned from Dragon's Lair. And you have infinite lives. And uh, about, I think it's like 60 different ways, uh, like death animations. So you have all these really cool death animations to check out. Kind of like a Sierra game. Um, But we'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. What did you play it on? I played it on my PC because we were on an absolute roll. I know, right? Yeah. Um, I, I And this is a monumentous occasion. Uh, Craig, can I either have bagpipes or a trumpet? I can't oh, tell I'm, which one that was. Uh, no, that but was... <laughs> I played this on my 3DO. I wow. whipped out the old 3DO and I played it. Uh, I we also could have had this conversation last week because I also played Panzer General on the 3DO, mm-hmm. um, because it's there and there's like one game every decade where you're like, I'm that guy. Guess I'll play it on the 3DO, but we've never done a 3DO game before, I think. Uh, no, no, we haven't. And it's one of the first consoles to ever have a hard disk in it. It is incredibly small, but it's there. So you didn't need memory cards. 
Um, I like the 3DO as kind of a kicking boy. I'm like, <laughs> 3DO. Um, but there's not it. not a lot of not a. It's it, it's it was I think nine hundred dollars in the nineties. What? <laughs> oh yeah, it was what? it was so expensive. Um, wow. Do you not know the like story of the 3DO? No, 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 not at all. Like of of all consoles, 3DO was just like you know alien to little Craig. Um. Well, uh, briefly, the 3DO was designed by Chip Hawkins. Uh, do you know Chip Hawkins? I recognize the name. If you don't know who he is, dear listener, he is the man that started Electronic Arts. Um, he is a man who has both good and bad to his name, but he's for a different episode. So Trip Hawkins is like, I don't know, let's, let's make a console. And he decides the kind of smart idea of we will design the console, but not make it. If you want to make this console, license it from us. And they did. And a bunch of different places licensed it, like Gold Star, uh, uh, Sanyo. So you had, uh, it would be like if you had the Sony PlayStation plus the Toshiba PlayStation plus the Samsung PlayStation. It, it's it's every manufacturer put a little spin on it. Uh-huh. So it, it's kind of cool from like a historical standpoint of like, oh, wow, you're making it like that. Uh, it failed miserably. Yeah, I um, like, just, just, yeah. I don't like I mean, this idea. It, I don't like. I would have uh, <laughs> that idea at all. How are you gonna? Uh, it released. No. <laughs> it, it released in 1993. So I mean, this is incredibly early to have just a CD-based system. Mm-hmm. And um, what you would expect to happen happened. Uh, it it died incredibly fast. I mean, it didn't even really last the two years until PlayStation hit. It was dead by then. But. Uh, at the time, it was one of the, the most graphically advanced systems, which is pretty cool if you're playing like games like, oh, Road Rash, the 3DO version, has like um, an actual soundtrack to it, not chiptunes. Or if you're playing stuff like this, where arguably not that different than like the arcade cabinets. There's a very small subset of games that's really cool to play on the 3DO. Uh, the, probably the biggest thing to come out of it was Gex. Like, Gex started on the 3DO, and then Gex died. Which and I like to, th- yeah, I like to think that he reinvented himself as the Geico Lizard. No, like that's actually Gex it. under some makeup. No, he reinvented himself as a dead lizard, and that's the end of the story. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold. Can we hold on just a minute? I might have actually said something false. Hold on. And in that time, I managed to figure out that the people that made Gex was the people that made the new Marvel's Avengers game. Uh, yeah, the uh, people that made Gex, it's what, IDOS, right? Uh, no, not IDOS. The, uh, Crystal Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics, yeah, the Tomb Raider people, not IDOS. Yes. The, the second. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, the the okay, second so logo on the startup. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is how my brain works. It's, it's uh-huh. flash screens. It's like, wait, does this have Havoc? It has Havoc! Okay. Um... <laughs> So it didn't launch at $900 in 1993. It launched at $700, which is still more money than most people made in a year in mm-hmm. 1993. We're all very poor. Um, so, yeah, uh, the 3DO is a very interesting system to look into. Uh, it is one of my favorite, like, oh, you failed systems that I own. Uh, other than that, okay, so I played Braindead 13 on the 3DO. Um, I love this game, Craig. 
I honest to God love this game. It is a terrible game. It is awful. It does some really cool things, but I agree that it is a bad game. However, I love this game, Craig. So, um, final thoughts wise, <laughs> uh, I, I, I can see some some really nice things in it. So that the thing that the sprinkle of game and it feels like, um, you're plopped in a scenario and there's heaps of crossroads that you need to use to navigate your way about the place and you need to instantly you need to be like I'm going up I'm going up here and if you die you know next time you hit it you need to go left and you've got your unlimited lives and so on but it just to me it felt so stilted and slow and it just it just fell apart really quickly like I died on the first crossroads four or five times before I realised you need to move quickly Otherwise, you're going to die. It's so weird pacing from sitting back and watching a 10-minute animation to frantically hitting the up button (laughs) to sitting back and watch it. You know, it it just felt a wee bit odd, but I can can totally see they, they were trying to take what they did before and make a bit more of a game out of it. But it... For me, it didn't land in that way. It, it felt a bit weird. I I think they took a step in the right direction with unlimited lives because that was the most frustrating thing about Dragon Slayer uh-huh. was, oh, I get, I get three lives for like a dollar? I'm going to last like 12 seconds. Uh-huh. Um, but I agree with you that as a game, this does not work. As a game, looking at it in the wireframe, it's just remember inputs the game. Like, um, there's a couple things I noticed when I'm playing it. And I haven't played this in like 10 years. Like, it's been a very long time. Um, I'm still trying to convince my wife to paint me Fritz. <laughs> and I'm almost there. But I want a Fritz painting. I um, um, in, in my head, I imagined they're using body paint to paint you, <laughs> Fritz. I don't know why my brain um, went straight there. <laughs> I'm a little tall for the role, but I, I do have the facial look down pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm in the process of exchanging my hands for hooks. So we're going to get this. Uh, so the, one of the biggest problems I have with this playing it now as a game is um, the way it works is you'll come to a crossroads, like Craig said, and you can either hit up, down, left, right, whatever. But the castle layout really doesn't make sense. Because the you'll go left and then the angle will change to where you're looking at it from the right and you're like wait wait wait, wait, wait uh, 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 do I want to go up? Uh, it, it's very um, tough to remember exactly how this. It's not laid out in a logical fashion. It's very much if you want to go to the to Vivi's uh, beauty shop, you go left left up down. It, it doesn't make much sense other than that. It, I, don't know, it, I, I am playing control just now, where as you know. If you look right and then look left, the building layout literally changes and it's easier to navigate than <laughs> this game. It's, it is absolute... Because in my head, I was trying to build a picture of it, but it's like moving from scene to scene, but there's a whole bit in the middle that you don't see where he actually runs left and right and goes down a set of stairs and up and round and down... Before you get to a different bit of the castle, it it really threw me off. 
and uh, again, like that's that's a cool step forward to have those crossroads everywhere. Mm-hmm. The problem is that I, um, even with a good idea like the crossroads, they didn't differentiate the crossroads enough because you'll go from like um, Frankenstein's lair and you'll come down and you're like, wait, is this the same crossroad as before, or is this a different crossroad? They kind of look the same. Yeah. So it's like, oh my god, yes. No, that happened. I I didn't click. That's exactly what happened to me today. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> ah. So, out of curiosity, uh, how far did you get? Um, I got, and I don't know if it's a linear story or where you complete it in parts. No, it's, it, that's another thing that's cool. It's kind of open world. You can go whichever oh, right. way you want. Okay, well, in that case, I don't know how far I got in the game, but I managed to stay alive for roughly 15 minutes and got That's to pretty a good run. point where VV was uh, got me in a chair and I managed to manipulate myself out of the chair. Get f- was it Fritz or VV popped into the chair and got boofed VV. by you know like buffer machines and stuff like that, and then I exited and died. That's still not bad. I mean, that, that's pretty good for. for I imagine you're going to head straight back after we finish recording this. No, I played it for like that. That <laughs> I might be being generous as well. That it might have been ten minutes, but I played it for a good two hours to get to that point. And I googled at certain points how to get somewhere. When I realised I got somewhere I wanted to be, but didn't know how I got there because I was too frantic with the crossroads. So I would be. I, I would know that going up got me killed from above, and going left got me, you know, like, sliced in half. So I went down and then left, and, I, and then I'm like, how the hell did I get here? Uh, it is, it is. while also being the memorization game, it's very much the process of elimination game. It's like, well, uh-huh. okay, so I can't go up here, and yeah. I can't go down here. Um, go ahead, say, I would like... like... Oh, sorry, on you go. No, 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 I was going to slightly change the subject. Go ahead. I was going to completely change the subject. I was just going to say, I've got to say, the... Um, Death animations, I must have seen at least 20 different ways I died, at least. It's just every single time, like being pummeled into the earth or sliced up or this. I'm just like, it's really good. I, I'm a big fan of the blender. Um, <laughs> you, you get blended from the top down. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, like, like if anything, they went all out on the actual animations end of this. Mm-hmm. To the point where I must question, why didn't you just make a cartoon? It's the David I mean, Cage problem. Why didn't I you- see? I don't. I don't get that vibe here. I don't get the well. We're gonna tell a story in this well, medium. Yeah, yeah, but but why didn't? Why is gaming the media you chose to do your thing? That is an interesting question. Here, I mean, I imagine you worked for a gaming company and uh-huh. you just wanted to animate some funny stuff. Sure. I work for ReadySoft. This is what we do. Yeah. Uh, I think I mean, Dragon's Lair is getting a movie. Finally. Hmm. Yeah, they got. I think they slated Ryan Reynolds to be Dirk the Daring, which... Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I really, really, really like Ryan Reynolds. I really like Ryan I'm Reynolds. I'm like a 50-50 split. This has become the Hollywood podcast, um, <laughs> uh, depending on what he is. Like, I didn't like him as Pikachu... But I like him in other roles. I, I still think they should have got Danny DeVito to be Pikachu. That would have worked. Mwah. Perfect. Oh, Danny DeVito's Pikachu would be amazing. Um, 
He's really, he's he's really good. I've seen him in a few things. Um, he was in a Bourne film and stuff like that. But the thing that he was really, really good in was the net a Netflix original, Six Underground, is oh, like. Oh yeah, a, yeah, I remember that. It's it's just mental action loveliness, but he's so charming. Oh god, this is the Ryan Reynolds podcast because I was about going gush <laughs> about fucking Ryan Reynolds. Bloody hell! Right, Dave, speak about something else. Um, I prefer his work in Blade Three. Um, no, uh, like, like I think he has a mode, right? And if you have a role for that mode, he works <laughs> fantastic. Works great as Deadpool, like wonderfully oh, yeah. as Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't like him in much other than those kind of roles, like your Van Wilder roles, your your Deadpool roles. Um, I guess if they made him Nathan Drake, it might work. If you decide to do an Uncharted movie, because Nathan mm-hmm. Fillion's getting a little old. But uh, anyway, back to Brain Dead thirteen. So Again. Dragon's Lair got a Saturday morning cartoon, right? Like I don't know if you've ever seen it. Oof, oof. It's 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 a roughy. And as a kid, I was it was one of my hopes that this would become popular enough to become a cartoon. Turns out everybody forgot it existed except Dave and some other guy in Manitoba. Um, we were the only two people that remembered this was a thing. Did you watch this on YouTube? No. Should I have? Okay. Like... No, well, I mean, I, I like... I, it's kind of the way I prefer, like, Dragon's Lair now. is like, I'll oh, just watch it as a fucking movie. I think... That's fine. If, if I had a genuine... No, no, that was a terrible way to phrase it. I was going to say have, if I had a genuine interest. It's not that I had a genuine interest, but... Had I wanted to just experience the thing, then yeah, I would I would easily watch... Each of those three games, um, Space Age, Dragon's Lair, this, anything like that on YouTube, because I think the game, in inverted commas, ruins everything about. I'm there 100%. Like, uh, this time, I watched it with my daughter, because I was like, hey, what do you, you want to watch this with me? And she's like, yeah, it has Fritz in it. He's my favorite actor. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> um, and, and Kelsey was sitting next to us playing... Animal Crossing on her TV, and we're watching it, and you know, it's like, ha, you know, it's not like a laugh out loud thing, it's kind of a smile thing. And Kelsey, like, leans over and goes, When does the game start? <laughs> like, ha, 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 that, that right there is the, the best question ever asked about these kind of games. It's like, what, yeah, like, this is, if anything, the most baffling choice people have made. Yeah. But I, I did I, think I, of something. Oh, Go ahead. No, I, I keep on doing this. No, it's was, fine, um, it's fine. I was just going to say, it even rings true um, through to modern day when you look at something like Late Shift or, um, oh, what was the other one? The Bunker. Called? The Bunker, exactly. It's Or what was the one that was on Plus a couple of months ago uh, with the, the wee lassie in the Scottish Mansion type thing? Oh, I know the one you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it yeah, right now. Yeah, I can't, can't even mind what it was called. But it, it it's like... I get, I get what you're doing, and and we're we're playing a thing. But I think the critical, critical, critical difference that makes it a game is that something like um, what we've just played or watched on YouTube, it has a linear path. You learn the path. You go down. You go up. You go left. You go right. I think what it needs is it would have needed branching paths. If you go left, the story would have taken a different turn than if you went right. And I think that's what's missing. And it's like 
you yeah, know, I think I, can I think see it's that. what I think it's what's missing, and that's where I draw the. You know, like you always say, I would rather watch Monkey Island on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and and, and get it over with. I think I draw the line slightly earlier, and I say if it's just a linear thing that you just need to memorize, I'll watch it on YouTube. But if there's even an inkling of choice, it's a game. This, like, oddly, these belong in the same um, kind of pile as, is it a game? As, like, walking simulators do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Um, they're very opposed to each other. Um, what I was thinking was, like, like thinking of things like the bunker and light shift and the other one that we can't think of. Don't knock? Uh, Chloe. No, no, that's different. No, not Chloe. There we go, Chloe. Is it Chloe? No, it's Wasn't not, it? It's not, it's not Chloe. Um... um it's a it's 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 a name. Well, uh, most things do have a name. That's the cool thing about no, most things. No, I'm they, trying, I'm trying to to cover the fact that I'm googling, Craig. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm, the uh, Erica, Erica. of Doctor Decker. Oh. Erica. I didn't know that game was an FMV game. The Infectious Madness of Doctor Decker. I did hmm. not know that either. But yeah, the the one I'm thinking of is Erica. Oh, oh! There's also that. Uh, what is it like? Fourteen eighty six Shibuya Crossing or whatever that is. Oh, that Shibuya Scramble. Too. There you go. Yeah, Shibuya Scramble. Now, I keep, it's on sale just now. I keep on wanting to buy it because it, I'm. Yeah, it's like. It's, mm, mm. <laughs> yep. Um, um, the interesting, uh, like, I don't know why nobody else has done it animated. I mean, I know animation is incredibly expensive. But with all the tools we have now, like your flashes and, and your whatnot, you could make a really, uh, like a hybrid between a visual novel and one of these games. Yeah. You're, you're, you're showing your age a wee bit there with Flash because it was officially a killed by yeah, a Yeah, they, they, they like, killed it. Let's make it with Flash. No, Dave. You're too late. <laughs> Whatever the animation studio is that they use to make incredibly cheap cartoons. Uh-huh. There. Hang on. I've future-proofed it. But then... Bringing things full circle, are then we not just talking about your Man of Medans? That is a very good point. I mean, the, I mean, well, I don't put Man of Medan in the same category as this. Those are a little more choice-driven. I suppose, yeah, this it's is choices for- and outcomes. It's a game. This isn't, yeah, you're right. And sometimes, even if you make the wrong choice, you can get out of it with a quick time. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah. Like, like I think these kind of games came a little bit too early. If you made these to where... They were like Until Dawn, like those kind of games. I can't think of another one because my brain just farted. Um, <laughs> that would be really cool. Or even if you made visual novels with these animated interludes would mm-hmm. be really cool. It, it's kind of like um, like I'm always curious to see, okay, take an old game idea and what would it look like today? Like, this is definitely one of them. Like I'd love to see yeah, them try yeah. to do this today. Um, I'd also love to see some a game made with pre-rendered backgrounds today. Oh yeah, because you remember like the good old days. Well, not the good old days. The old days <laughs> they weren't always good. Um, uh-huh. Where those were like, oh, that's how you get really high level graphics into a game yeah. is pre-rendered backgrounds. What would that look? Could you do something with photorealism? Like, I mean, Unravel sort of does, but I'd be curious to see a a what a pre-rendered background game would look like today. But that's. I- it would surely be almost realistic. I would imagine photorealism would be pretty close. But, um, okay, so we've talked about Brain Dead 13 starring Fritz. We haven't actually talked about Fritz. Um, how do we feel about Fritz? 
Oh, like um, rabid chaser of lands and general really well-equipped to kill you person in so many many ways um, <laughs> um as, he, as far as as far character. as people that are chasing you to kill you go he's pretty pretty cool kind of dogged too uh the only just so you, i don't know if you saw the scene or not but just uh the only thing that got a laugh out of both myself and my daughter not not like a belly laugh just a ha-ha, mm-hmm. is, is when lance throws something in his eyes and he goes to wipe his eyes and gets hooks in his eyes that was the only thing that made us <laughs> genuinely laugh yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the, the, uh, oh, Craig, I just thought of it. A new game with pre-rendered backgrounds. You know what that is? That's Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that does look really good. (laughs) I'll give him that. God, I don't want to play Oddworld now. I don't either, but I'm going to watch it on YouTube and I'm going to enjoy it because I love Oddworld. Just don't make me play the game. It's kind of this, like exactly. Mm-hmm. I love this. I love the. I love the stupid, goofy characters. Vivi's a little, little odd in this game. I'm gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Um, you go from ha <laughs> cartoony to oh boobs, mm-hmm. um, back to cartoony witches. It's like oh, that was an odd interlude. But uh, I love the characters. I like the world. Lance is the most '90s thing that has ever existed in humanity. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Um. But I don't ever want to play the game. Oh, oh, he does. Like, backwards hat and all. Backwards hat and neon-colored clothes. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Um, My daughter asked, did people really dress like that in the 90s? I'm like, "Mm, not exactly like that. But, you know, when you look at it, you're like, oh, he's from the 90s. I mean, you just know. Um, But, yeah, like, like everything about this game I love, except the game itself. Um, and it'll always hold a kind of a, I guess this is kind of final thoughtsy. It'll always hold a place in my heart as this is that one animated game that I really like because of the world. And I mean, you're not a big horror guy. And I'm a horror guy that likes both the Halloween style of, you know, kitty kind of. Yeah. And also the actual scary stuff. Like, no, I don't think Fritz is a better antagonist than Nemesis, but they're both pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, out of curiosity. I know you're not going to play this again, mm-hmm. ever. How does this rank for you? Oh, do you know what? It's it's it. I genuinely really like. Not I didn't appreciated. God, this is this is really complicated. I really appreciated. Thank you for the world. Really appreciated my entire time with this. I could see so many lovely things, really beautifully and detailedly animated at points. It's got rough terror of running away with something but everything when you run into a space everything seems to react in a really kind of nice appropriate way and you run out and you you get killed and you come back and it just it's really well done like it's it's really super despite the fact that i hate actually touching it with my keyboard same here really well done um so i'm i'm with you 100 percent and now know what you mean when you say I'd rather watch a Monkey Island on YouTube? That's well, then mission tot- accomplished. I can, I can totally get you with this. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I mean, and and this is something I don't like to do very often. But imagine coming to this as like a ten-year-old. You, your eyes are just like, this is great. Yeah. It's spooky. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so I would say instead of playing Brain Dead Thirteen, maybe give it a watch. I think it's it's at a weird crossroads. <laughs> 
uh, between Dragon's Lair and something like Until Dawn. It's it's, it's in this weird dead zone. Um, but if I had to rate it, yeah, I'd rate it low. It, it, it's not worth buying a 3DO for. Um, I think the the thing that could have actually made it really a lot a lot more enjoyable for me was not that time pressure of having to get where you needed to go to another screen. I think you just wanted it to be an could... adventure game. <laughs> okay, yeah, I realised when I said that, that, that that's exactly what I was saying. Is if you could just get somewhere and then kind of figure out where to go and maybe click something. Yeah, I think I think the bit that I didn't like was that added pressure of having to get shifting. Um, and I will end this episode, Craig, with a bonus 3DO fact that makes it fun to own one today. Oh. Uh-huh. No copy protection at all. Really? You can just burn it straight into the, the, the game console. It's pretty Jeez. interesting. Yeah, I know, right? Like like when I found out, oh, oh wait, you could just anything? <laughs> um, I actually had a reason to buy burnable CDs anymore. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Those things rot but, really quick though, don't they? Like I don't know if you still have oh any burnt God. CDs. I had, I had a few maybe a few years ago now, but yeah, the CDs all went apart from. Oh, we we might have spoken about this before, but the only ones that seemed to have survived and were readable were tough. Was it tough disc or hammer disc or tough hammer disc? It was like really. Ro- well, it might be different over there. Uh, anyway, whatever the branding was. It was um, more robust CD storage than your average hold it up to the light and you see through it CD. <laughs> um, so uh, we here at the Bit Effect wholly endorse buying yourself a cheap 3DO, uh, then buying a bunch of blank discs using maybe, what do you say, Nero or maybe Alcohol 120, whatever burnt, old burning software you choose, and burn yourself wow. a whole library of 3DO games. <laughs> That was just, that was like a whole lot of memories and two words there. Oh, God. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't used Nero in a very long time. And it also took me a very long time to get the program is called Nero and you're burning things with it. That mm-hmm. took me a very long time to get. It may have only been 20 seconds ago. <laughs> oh, but, my goodness. Uh, yes, so you know what? Uh, grab yourself maybe a little. Little, little thing of popcorn because it ain't gonna last long and uh, watch yourself some Brain Dead 13 it's an interesting failure but it is still a failure so uh, next time Craig we have one of your picks and that would be uh, Neo Geo Golf it's, it's gonna be amazing especially since we're playing Neo Turf Masters well okay yeah sorry Turf Masters <laughs> crap Sorry, I just put console and then type of game job done. Um, yeah, I played PS4 Golf the other day. It was fun. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you have any thoughts on Braindead 13 or you hate this style of game or you like it, whatever, I can hit us up at TheBitEffect.com where we have a bunch of forums you can use to just do whatever you want with it except help you escape from Fritz. Um, that we can't help you with. You're going to have to get the eyeballs yourself. And we will catch you next time on Neo Turf Masters. Say goodnight to the fine people, Craig. Good night, fine people. We really love you. We want you to come and listen to more episodes. I was really hoping you would keep going up with it. 
I did consider it, and then I thought, nope, I, w I, w I wouldn't make it through another few words. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.